This podcast is brought to you in part by Surewinder. Surewinder takes great pride in producing high-quality tools that keep you safe and make your life easier. Let them shoulder the burden of winding your springs with a power drill. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. Hey guys, Ryan here with Torture Talk Podcast. Today I'm interviewing Ralph with Ranch House Doors. Have you always wondered who builds the best wood garage doors? Well, I think it's Ranch House and he's going to tell us why. If you haven't sold wood garage doors, you're going to learn a lot through this podcast. Check it out. Enjoy. Stay safe. Hey Ralph, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. Glad to have you on. Uh, I, I want to thank you for waking up early. You're on the the West Coast, or as the people in Georgia call it, the wrong coast. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wake up on East Coast time, so I'm always ready to go. That's good. Not so, a problem. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Ralph, you, and how you got into the door industry and um, how you got involved in uh, building doors with Ranch House. Well, um, let's see. Well, Ranch House Doors is a family company. Um, my, the, uh, the Neal family owns Ranch House Doors and I run Ranch House Doors for them. Uh, basically the way I got into it, I, I, uh, we, my, my, uh, girlfriend at the time you know we ended up uh, having a kid at a young age so my father-in-law gave me a choice he either uh, he could kill me or you know employ me at that time and and it's it the option too oh, that's good one. and i've been in the door business ever since good for you i guess <laughs> yeah no it's 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 been a wild ride since i was a teenager so you guys um, are based in southern california right Mm-hmm. And uh, beautiful, beautiful part of the country, which I've been to many times. Um, and when, like, how old is Ranch House? How long have you guys been around? Well, it, it, Ranch House Doors originally was called a um, company called Designer Tops. We were making uh, wood inserts, uh, designer, you know, designer top wood inserts for the wood sectional doors for, like, overhead door corporation home store uh, group and that's what i was doing you know i was making inserts out of a garage and um and the, from there it just evolved over into a door someone asked us to make a door and uh at that time in the early uh, i think there was early t late 90s early 2000 uh period the architectural started to uh evolved into more of the traditional old swing out look 
and we were able to replicate because you know back then it was just all one piece doors and some people do a one piece conversion and that one right. piece conversion is now considered you know a custom wood door it's evolved into that uh parameter so the uh the, the evolution of these these wood doors have really taken off in 2000 and um we uh we just continued to make doors as it was, as it was gaining traction. And then we, we uh, got connected with overhead door corporation back in 2000, uh, I think 2003, 2004 in that area. And uh, we were building wood doors for them. Um, they went through a slew of people building doors and they felt that our quality uh, was high enough to be able to ship out uh, nationally. And that's how we got started. Nice. It ended up being a, a good relationship for the both of us. Very good. And so now you sell doors to door dealers all over the country, right? That's correct. Yeah, just from here to, you know, here to the East Coast, um, you know, there's a good segment up in the Northeast and then also in the middle of the country up in Chicago area and um, to the West Coast. So it's there's there's pockets, you know. We're 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 like a um, basically we we've learned to customize wood garage doors with and and streamline it. So we pretty much, unfortunately, we don't say no that often, and we pr we pretty much build all types of doors, even when it's not profitable. We just we still want to do it. And, what do you uh, mean by you take jobs that's not profitable? Like uh, you just find well, a project that you really like and you got to stay within the scope and just for like maybe building a relationship or building a, a new door and learning, you're willing to take the hit on the profit? Well, like, you know, anything new is difficult. You Like, uh, you know, like for, for example, installers, the doing a, uh, a flush mount installation is incredibly difficult than the traditional uh, door that sits behind the jam and, and it doesn't have to be square and it just rolls right up. Uh, when you're inside the jam, it gets it, it, everything has to be uh, perfect. You know, you just don't have any room for error. Right. Just like a, an entry door system, you just it's going inside of a jam. It has to be plumb, and uh, you got to make it function right. And and what happens is that learning curve usually costs you a lot more time than anticipated. You know, you're embarrassed to think, oh, man, it's going to take me how many days to do labor? And then you put that in your proposal. And, and again, we don't do, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't do uh, any installations, but this is just stuff that we would learn with the our dealer network uh, and helping them uh, succeed. Because if they don't succeed, then we don't succeed. Right. That's awesome, man. And and there's not, like, I think everybody's kind of growing into the wood door game. I know here in the Atlanta market, um, there's quite a few, like, companies that build and install their own wood doors. So I think you have a lot more of that going on now than maybe when you guys first started. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I feel like, you know, I got introduced to you through uh, my contact in California 
and mm-hmm. um, you know he loves your doors, and uh, so you know we've ordered some doors from you and been very pleased with the quality of the of the product. What makes Ranch House? Because I'm I'm not as familiar with maybe how some doors are built versus yours. I just know that yours is one of the highest quality out there based on the feedback from, uh, from my contact in California and then uh, just talking to other people. Tell me what makes a great wood door that both aesthetically looks great, but also built to last. Yeah. So we do, you know, we, when we do purchasing of wood, we just don't buy the cheapest wood out there. Um, we, we look for species of wood that have a track record to do well in an exterior use. So sometimes when we're going head to head with another competitor, it's like, well, what's the difference between your garage door and the ranch house, uh, quality garage door. And it comes right down to the, the warranty and the quality. I mean, the more times you have to go back, the more challenges it, it, it just, it, it really turns people off. And so. We just go ahead and we do things that we don't really promote that much, uh, but we do it just for uh, just for we make sure we can sleep at night. Uh, for example, we would condition the we, we put like a wood conditioner on these woods when we ship them out throughout the country because as the door is traveling, we want the door to uh, not uh, expand and contract so much. So we, we we precondition the wood, which we don't even put on our quotes. Um, we do uh, built-in watersheds into the door so the water doesn't just drain straight to the bottom of the door. It has something to shed off the water. Uh, little things like that make a huge difference when you hit that 10-year mark. You just don't want that bottom section rotting out. That's good. And I mean, 10 years, yeah, 10 years sounds like, well, it's it's out of warranty, but it's also... um. Uh, that's it, it's a it's a piece of artwork that you're putting up there. You, you, when when you get down with installing doors and you see how excited they are, I mean, our our doors are not for everybody. That these doors are built to complement these really nice looking homes, right. and that's just our niche. And you you guys, I, I'm seeing here on the website, you guys are into like full view glass doors now, like the aluminum, um, and then you got like uh, stainless steel doors looks like some just some crazy stuff what i like about um working with you guys is i can take like all the information of the door that i want track size whatever uh and send that along with a photo to to cindy and she's really quick about getting me a quote i usually have my quote mostly same day because especially i'm east coast you guys are west coast so a lot of times she'll turn that around same day. And when you're when you're going up against a competitive quote on something so nice and custom, you know, it really I think it gives the customer a good feeling when you can give them the next day a quote and a drawing of the door. Um, so we'll normally get the quote either same day or next day, and then we'll get the drawing um, usually next day. And so um, that timing, that that small turnaround time helps a lot with the the process and building the trust with the customer because a lot of these guys, they're struggling to get quotes to them three or four days later. Um, and so they've had your quote the whole time and it just shows that you got your ducks in a row. And, and I really appreciate that with you guys. And uh, it makes the process just go smoother. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, we, 
our, the staff at Ranch House is uh, actually pretty amazing. There's just a ton of experience. Uh, everyone has 15 plus years of, uh, of experience. So we're used to oddball quotes. Um, sometimes if it's just an unfamiliar territory uh, of a new wood, there's always new woods being introduced as the, the most amazing looking wood for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And we have to, you know, it, it, sometimes those special quotes do give us, take a little bit extra time because we have to find out information on that uh, type of special wood. You know, we have one wood that, that uh, allows for, to paint it black. Um, it, it's, a, it's, it's warranted like 30 years underground and another 20 above. It's something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's the door is going to last longer than we're going to be uh, uh, on this earth. But, you know, it nevertheless, sometimes it's a peace of mind, especially when you're on the ocean front and you're just up against all the worst circumstances uh, with uh, the, the, the amount of uh, water yes, uh, and, and just the, the, the sun just being down on the doors. So the, you know, we, we, we do a lot of uh, research on just what works and what doesn't. And, um, it, you know, I, I'm, you know, we're really happy with the, uh, the staff. We're, we're like a concierge service for the garage door guy that just needs help is, uh, wants a wood door. And, and we're, that's what we do. We just, we walk them through the process. Like I said, you know, if they don't succeed, then we don't succeed. So we take, the, you know, the difference between a ranch house door uh, model versus, let's say, a, one of the big corporate groups that, right. you know, does a lot of steel stamping and they're, they're monsters. And what they're really good at, they're really good at streamlining high production. Well, a custom wood door is, is not a really high production product. It's right. very labor intensive. And that's what we're good at is that that segment of the business is very niche where that some of these big monster uh, corporations that offer wood, but it's, you know, what is not their main business. It's just, it's, it's harder because it, it's, it's, it depends on the type of labor that's being put into the door. Right. And we just have a pretty good uh, labor pool of guys that's been in the door business for a long time. And your website's just full of, like your gallery, you got all kinds of photos. And I remember when you guys first started, there wasn't a ton, but you had a few. I mean, the quality of the photos have gotten better. And then the um, the overall quantity of photos, there's tons of them. Yeah, fortunately, unfortunately, um, our website, it, it looks really good, but it is, it's just a small fraction of what the doors we actually put out. Sometimes we get pictures back and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we have to go chase down some of these pictures. Um, you know, like there's this the architect, architectural styles are changing right now, at least in the Southern California pocket. And we noticed that up in Chicago, like this uh, modern farmhouse. I mean, even in my house is a modern farmhouse. Look, uh, it's super trendy where it's, it's taking that traditional craftsman style house and, and add some modern touches uh, to it. This, the, 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 the shapes of the windows a little bit more modern looking, the, changing out the glass, uh, maybe some kind of vintage 
uh, lumber to kind of soften up this white looking house uh, with the dark trim. Uh, it's so it's a it's a nice alternative if you just don't want to do aluminum full view doors. If you want that a nice wood look just to soften up the coldness of that house uh, to give it a nice warm touch. Uh, you know, wood doors is the way to go. I even like your very basic um, rail and style door. Um, we've installed one or two of those, been very pleased with them. But what's really impressive is on some of these other full view, or I'm um, sorry, uh, custom wood doors that we've ordered from you guys. Um, I've noticed that there's no nail marks in the front. Um, is that something like, to me, I'm all about details, focusing on like the small things and, um, you know, do you do that on all your doors? Is that something that, um, that I'm just seeing on some of the doors we're doing and, and, uh, does it hold up as well? Cause it th aesthetically, I think it looks much better. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that's something else we just do not promote, you know, for us, aesthetics means everything. And, uh, we, we put additional labor. So the difference between, uh, the, the guys that's building themselves and trying to hurry up and, or building on a job site, we, we don't nail the face. We do a lot of blind nailing. The blind nailing means that we, we nail the tongues of these, uh, tongue you know the face of the doors because the face of the doors give you 60 percent of the viewing so why would you put nails all over the face of it um mostly everybody does um some of their biggest competitors are face nailing and we just don't do that it just feel, feels like it sticks out too much and we don't want to take away from the door um, we want to keep it clean and pretty so uh, we try to minimize the amount of nails and just continue to put as much as adhesive as you can at the end of the day that's what holds the whole thing together it's going to be the, the glue and the, the hardware um the the nail is just a temporary part so so for um, guys looking to get into the the wood door game so let's say i'm a dealer right um i don't have a source really for wood doors um what what do, what does a dealer do to reach out to you guys and and what is that process like i can speak to probably the dealer side uh but but from you guys what type of dealer are you guys looking for do you sell to everyone do you sell to consumers um and and what does it take for someone to become a dealer for ranch house stores well, we don't sell to everyone. Um, we do not do any installations. We sell to dealers um, from cr all across the board, from the guys that uh, that uh, that do wood doors every single day, and that's what they specialize to. The guy that you know sells a, a wood door, you know, once or twice a year. We, we service all of them. You know, what does it take? Uh, it, it, we kind of break it down to keeping it sim simplistic, you know, stain grade uh, or paint grade. And because all those fall into different architectural uh, categories of the styles. Um, so sometimes, you know, a wood door can be very intimidating because there's so many variables. Uh, I, it is, I, I get pulled in, I would answer my cell phone. And all of a sudden, hello, Ralph. Well, by the way, we're uh, on the other line with the, the architect, such and such. 
he has a few questions. And that's what we do. We, we, we become a, uh, we help our dealers succeed by uh, incorporating our, uh, our customer service. We're all open. I mean, we, we don't care about titles. We just care about working and, and we will, uh, spend a little extra time nailing down the little details. Like for example, um, one of your, uh, one of your, uh, fellow, uh, door dealers uh, up it's northern california for me we're in the southern california portion the they had the doors dropped off and the homeowner was looking and goes wait a minute this has a luon backing now luon backing is very standardized throughout the industry i mean it we all put luon uh, on, the, on the backs of these doors just to shear um the doors from not the shearing the frame from not falling apart but this guy had a, a little extra heat. When, when the doors were dropped off, he's like, well, I don't want to see Lou on This is going to be my showroom of a garage. Well, that dealer did not know that. And I said, well, you know, that's not a problem. You know, we can get those doors picked up and we will put a design on the back of it as well. So the, the cedar that's in the front, you're going to have that same replication on the backside and we can detail it out. I mean, just, most people don't want to spend that extra money to getting that front side of the door looking like the back side of the door. Right. And you know, we, we do that extra detail. We, we, we even, uh, what's really taken off and it's kind of scary how much it's taken off is the swing out garage doors. They're like, well, what do you mean swing out garage doors? Well, some of these homes are so special where they want a combination of maybe three swing out set of swing outs and, another double and single of just roll up garage doors, but they're all looking the same. And we're, you know, now we, they, they can, uh, go to a manufacturer that can actually produce this, both of them. So we're, we're working with the same set of woods and we can make sure these doors are matching. Um, and, and our swing out doors is, it, it looks like, uh, it just looks like large entry doors on steroids. I mean, it, it's really a beautiful thing. And, and, and we're just sending a ton of them to just different islands out on the East Coast right now that just we're consistently doing these elliptical arches and these arch jams. It's just we're, we're giving our door dealers uh, a, a larger window to be able to sell than just a sectional door. It's like they're dropping off. They may not know how to install a swing out garage door, but what they're doing is like we don't know how to uh, install. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to call my manufacturer and they'll make it for you and I'll just drop it off for you. So they're, they're you know, they're just dropping off the doors, marking it up and, uh, you know, they're able to expand their sales and also open a, a just a, a larger array than just a, the traditional sectional garage door. Even these, I call them trendy swing out old fashioned right. carriage style doors. But it's, it just adds character to what we're doing. Yeah. So, um, um, so we sell to everybody. Uh, we sell to everybody. So it don't be afraid to call us up. We'll, you pick a design, we'll send you a quote and you know, we, sh we freight and create or deliver. It depends on where you're at. I thank you um, for answering that. I, I want to move over to the different types of species and talk a little bit about 
what species of wood is best in in what type of climates. Um, so what's good in a very hot, humid, like what, what are your best species for like Atlanta where it's extremely hot, extremely humid. Uh, we have cold days, but not very often, but the temperature can be different in the morning, like significantly different. So we could be at 58 in the morning and then 80 in the afternoon uh, during the fall. Um, so what help me understand what the best species for that type of environment would be, which would probably be similar to Florida. Well, when it comes to a stand grade product, um, we're really picky, picky about the species we use and the types of cuts because the different cuts, uh, when I say cut, when they cut this log, we, we, we do, we have our own mill. We just, the only thing we do not do is we just don't cut the trees and we don't dry it. We, we bring in a, a ton of uh, truckloads of wood, just all rough, and we start chopping it up from there. But when we, uh, the types of wood that we buy, it comes down to uh, type of grains that are, uh, we, we call them, you know, choice cuts, like cord cuts or, we call them because expansion and contraction goes along with the grain. Um, so we we'd rather uh, that door if it's going to expand and contract, we just a, a little uh, a couple millimeters of, of thickness. We'd rather expand and contract that way versus you turn that cut sideways to a mixed grain and the, watching these things shrink and seeing the TNG tongue a little bit more exposed than it should be. So uh, the the species, you know, it's. We do exotic woods from Burmese teaks to we do so many fancy, fancy woods. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, there's just one species that we don't have any challenges with. And you know, if you could get yourself a good western red cedar, it's it's still to, to in my opinion, it's still the best species out there. Even though we make more money on on, on just more expensive woods. Um, West Red Cedar, in my opinion, you know, back in the day, we, they used to make roofs out of this thing. To this day, on Martha's Vineyard, they're still requiring cedar siding houses. It, it's just, it is a, 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 a phenomenal exterior wood. It works great exterior. Um, interior is a different animal because you're, you're not subjective to uh, all the elements of, of the that big swing in, um temperature range it's just very consistent so it's uh, I, you know in my opinion I, i've always liked cedar i just don't have any any types of warranties with them you know the there is some uh trick the hardest part about cedar is maybe sometimes staining if you don't have a very good stainer then it usually they like to say well this wood's wrong when they call us back but uh overall i mean I, i'm more of a cedar guy um, even though cedar has been a challenge as of late with this COVID process and supply lines and uh, a lot of this, because it comes up from British Columbia uh, up in Canada. And, and when those loggers stop, they go on strike and they, they strike for eight months and they finally start working again. Next thing COVID comes back up. And so there's going to be a shortage of wood. And I got some friends right now, out there. I'll make some phone calls for you. Yeah. See if we can right get, them, get them whooped in shape. Yeah, I mean, just start working again. 
that's for sure. So COVID's affected everybody. Um, I know here, like even I just got a fence done. I think the fence company lost their tail on uh, my job because the the lumber price jack like went way up um, at about the same time I approved my quote. And um, then there was a huge delay. They had to, I think it was like four or five weeks longer um, mm-hmm. and uh, than, than anticipated. And then I know like just going to Home Depot, I mean, the, the chick that was helping me out at Home Depot just this past week was like uh, the price of some of this lumbers uh, over double what it was pre-COVID. And, um, and so are you guys experiencing um, like a price hike right now during this time or have you or is it coming back? What are you guys seeing from, from your point of view? Well, unfortunately, um, a lot of my uh, wholesalers that are purchasing wood, they could buy, uh, they're buying a year out in advance. Um, so it's slowly, it, you know, we're, we're getting word back. It's going to be increasing. Um, the Canadian dollar has gone stronger. So there's all these little things. At first, it was the, uh, the tariffs that came into play. And then then there was, a, you know, a lot of... Uh, labor issues with uh, striking and so they would stop logging um and then the, the other thing that's uh, unfortunately uh, that's affecting wood um that none of us really want to talk about is, is the actual climate change and and we're seeing that um there's just more uh it's just there's just there's a little bit more dryness i don't know what the word is and we're seeing a lot more fires going on so um, the fires that are affecting uh, wood that's here in Southern California and up in Washington, you know, going all the way up uh, in that area, the region, the logging community, it is, it's, it's, those are the basically the cheap woods. And the cheap woods, when I say cheap woods, we're talking, you know, some people go, oh, you know, I'll build a wood door. We, we don't use the regular Douglas fir. There's a reason we, we don't use cheap wood because it just will not last. Um, and, and when I say, and there's reasons behind it, it's just because of the, the milling process and the way they cut up and the, the, the how old the tree is. Uh, it's the, the reason why there's all these different cuts because it's cheaper to, to mill it. You get a, a larger yield. Uh, in a cut it up in a I call it let's call it a platon or just a a cheaper way so that you know the lumber guys just want to make more money for uh, for quality you know you know guys that are depend on gluing down wood to a substrate and asking it not to move with that then therefore we need to use woods that are that are cut up appropriately uh, that can handle expansion and contraction and not show it. Um, but what is, um, what is, unfortunately there's, it, there's inflation going on and it's, it's happening across the board. Unfortunately, um, the whole economy just got injected at trillions of dollars. So we will see inflation and it's just, it's one of those things where you can't control it. You just have to make sure you're on the right side of it. Right. So, um, one little nugget i'd like to drop is uh i don't know if you're familiar with this but one of our sponsors is somer um they build garage operators somer um, oh yeah 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 
they have a great conversion kit for the uh, carriage swing outdoors. It's probably the most cost-effective way to do it um, rather than doing, like, gate operators or whatever. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there for our listeners. Uh, if, you, if anybody's potentially interested in buying the swing outdoors from Ranch House, um, keep in mind our sponsor. We like to have our sponsors get promoted, and obviously our listeners use them. Um, very inexpensive way to set up a swing outdoor um, with automatic operation. So, Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit Somer dash usa.com that's s-o-m-m-e-r-usa.com or contact their charlotte office at 877-766-6607 it's no secret that i bring on advertisers of products that i use and love i love it when i sign up for a service and feel good about it before during and after service titan has made our customer experience significantly better we use automated messages to go out to our customers to streamline communication. Our customers love the fact that they can text in and we know who they are by name. All communication between our customers via call text is attached to their customer account so text can review it prior to arriving to a job. I love the campaign source report. It tells me which marketing campaigns are working. My favorite feature is the new marketing feature that allows me to set up drip campaigns and email our customers based on what they bought or didn't buy from us. Check out Service Titan at servicetitan.com forward slash torsion for your free demo. So Somers, that's a, a great operator and it's, a, it's an affordable solution for a functioning swing outdoor. So back in the day, um, old grizzly guys used to convert to make their own uh would convert a traditional trolley operator and put some kind of a some kind of conduit or piping one arm is a little bit shorter than the other and they would have that well you could actually instead of trying to mickey mouse that whole uh uh operation you could actually just buy from Saunders and we 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 refer them out as well do you really it's it's, oh yeah it's, it's so much cheaper just to because um, for garage door guys, what do we know how to do? We know how to sell, install garage doors. We're not professional entry door installers. That's a whole different segment. Right. But we're trying to tippy-toe into that segment a little bit with the knowledge that we have. So Sommer is just that nice hybrid of a, an affordable solution of, of an opener that like a swing out. Um, and you, you, you put it, I mean, we it's pretty um, – you know, it's very cool looking. It's very nostalgic. 
when you get to see that door swing out like that, like the old school days. Yeah, I love it. You know what my no, wife just made here, me do? I just that? spent $1,600 on floating shelves and mantle. You said floating shelf? Yeah, so my wife's got me tearing up the house right now, and she wanted these, like, um, custom wood uh, mantles, like, really nice uh wood mantles yeah dude i, I feel bad for you you just have to get her off that social media stuff i know this is putting us all to work killing me you know we're the this covid stuff um psychologically has really for like the human behavior you know we're, we're forced to stay home you know if you're doing it right you're staying home and you're doing uh things to protect yourself and your family but also trying to be uh uh, diligent enough to be able to work out in the in the normal in a normal climate, but we're all stuck at home, so now we can't travel. And if you ever since, if you follow the consumer purchasing, we are buying more product in the last six months um, because we're just sometimes we buy stuff to, and and try to satisfy and find happiness. We're oh, natural yes. born this consumers, is, dude. This yeah, I mean, we, and, and you, if you went into like a one of those uh, like those big uh, department stores, like the the I don't know, like the, the Lowe's and Home Depots, uh, you went into one of those places, they're packed. Yeah. You know, everyone's wearing their mask and stuff, but they're packed. Everyone's stuck working at home and they're staring at home, and all of a sudden they're doing projects. I'm it, you just said it yourself. You're doing floating shelves. I mean. Would you ever do that well, if it wasn't COVID time? Probably not. You'd probably be out doing other things instead of doing, you know, you'd be know, out maybe. playing I, more ball, ball listen, games. I'll be honest with you. I, I've done a really good, since I started this company five years ago, it's mm-hmm. not like I was rolling in the dough. Uh, garage door companies, uh, if I had I known that the, the bottom line wouldn't have been massive, I probably wouldn't have started it. But Long story short, uh, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, we're just now getting to the point where we can put a little money away in savings and, and, you know, we're starting to fix the house up. And, uh, and so, um, I've postponed it. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. Like the house needed some TLC and my wife, she's trying to keep her happy. You know, you gotta keep her happy. And she, she's a nester, bro. She likes, she likes to make the nest nice. So I gotta, I gotta. I don't know. I feel obligated to to uh, to scratch the itch for and fix it up a little bit, and um, she deserves it. She puts up with me, man. She deserves almost whatever she wants. Yeah, that's you know, and most of our wives they have to put up with uh, garage door guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they do deserve um, whatever they want. She deserves because, extra. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't flip paper over for to make a dollar I and mean, we, we you know we're blue collar guys we gotta we gotta use our hands we gotta build product and and uh deliver uh, well even more it, so for me i'm just an entrepreneur if 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 she had a dollar for every time i pitched a business idea to her she would be probably one of the richest people on the face of the earth i mean i've started at least three or four businesses since I've known her. And, uh, I, I run two, well, three now I just shut one down temporarily. Um, so yeah, man, I'm, and then I pitched another one to her last week. So she's, 
she's uh she's a good sport she backs me up she gives me the freedom to do what i want to do and it's fun i like starting stuff and building it yeah good man it's it's that's what it's all about that's that's what we're all striving in life right now we're just we're, we're we're going through the process. We're trying to do the best we can in the in the, in the garage door business. And, you know, we don't we we don't naturally have stock options and in, into some of these some of these other big corporations. But um, you know, we've turned a, a basic being able to have a, a selling a basic pan door, a basic uh, round style door, and, and offer um, just a larger beret from uh, the basic track home to the custom home and, and we fit that niche for the custom homes. And we, you know, we partner up with you guys. Like I said, you know, if you don't succeed then we don't succeed, it's the way we look at it. We don't ever think we're, uh, not a part of that cell. Let's talk about the, um, so you got paint grade and you've got stain grade. I'm going to give it a shot here. So the main difference between the two are one is built with slightly, uh, lower quality wood because you're going to paint it. So you're going to cover up a lot of those blemishes that's in the wood, whatever, um, call it character, whatever. Um, and then the more exotic looking wood goes to, uh, more of the stain grade. Do I got that down right? Yeah. It's, uh, the, the, the main difference is it's like, well, why is the stain grade? Why is the uh, paint grade doors less money? Well, because they're man-made woods. We're using, utilizing technology of now they're, they're making these uh, plywoods with these phenolic glues inside of them that allows to be an exterior base that doesn't swell up. Um, like there's just one of the products we're using has a has a 50 year warranty. Do I give a 50 year warranty? Heck no. Um, but it is a peace of mind knowing that this that fascia is going to last forever. I mean, in, in my eyes, it's it's it'll last longer than we can. So, but it, it's basically made out of man made wood. So uh, for example, the face, there's two parts. When we're looking at the a garage door on an exterior basis, uh, you have, basically you have your sections, and then what we do with those sections, we cover it up with the face, a face material such as a plywood like an MDO or uh, maybe even an exterior uh, some, or some kind of plywood. It's a plywood face base, and we groove it up to whatever pattern that they desire. Um, and then the overlays is not all real lumber as well. It's all it's all compressed, um, almost like an MDF type of, of product that's that's uh, fabricated from recycled materials. Uh, and they make these sheets of plywood, and it's much instead of cutting down trees, they're they're just you know they're making wood um, out of uh, drop offs of wood products. And then utilizing the, the the technology that's compressed inside of it, so it, it's impervious to water. So, uh, it's way more complicated than I anticipated. But yeah, I'm it, glad long you story explained short, it. It's cheaper. It's, yeah, it's less expensive because it's a man-made uh, product. Where that's when technology you know pays off. Uh, but when it's a real lumber, I mean, you know, it's it's still the same. Uh, process as it was 30 years ago i mean it's sticks of lumber that they we, we apply individually on there and um it takes a lot more time but at the, at the end of the day you have a nice design uh that's complementing these um high-end homes 
So when we go to stain your stain grade door, we're looking at a Sickens product, right? Yeah, so Sickens, um, Sickens is an olive-based product. We going, you know, staining is kind of a uh, to, to simplify it. Interior stainers and exterior stainers are just two different animals. They they don't have the same elements that they're getting beat down on. Um, the reason why I'm, we're really uh, we we always push uh, sickens because it is an oil based product. Uh, we we still feel that uh, this wood or this stain allows to penetrate the wood properly, protect it, and also allows it to breathe. I mean, in, in layman's term, it just it doesn't seal it up. It allows the wood to breathe. And there's just less movement uh, going on with the wood uh, breathing. I mean, it's wood is it's it's live. You know, we you 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 water in the dirt and it, it kind of grows up and and that's where the the, the when the water is going um, being sucked up, uh, that's what the wood is essentially trying to do on the, when it's on the face of the door. It's trying to wicker up the water. So Sickens does a good job sealing that off. And, and so, it's, we still use it. And they, they do have water-based products that are relatively really good. Um, but, you know, I for me, it's about how long does stain last. And I, I want my stain to last uh, three to seven years. That's what it comes down to. That's what I was about and to the, ask you. I get the question a lot when I'm talking to customers about wood doors and, and staining them. So, so you suggest, um, is there any signs that – Hey, listen. Um, when this starts to happen, you should uh, you know restain it. And so, my question is from from you know, you're the expert in the wood door industry uh, for, from my point of view, and I, I'm I'm a dealer looking for education on what I need to pass on to my customers, the expectations. Um, so if they're if they're uh, let's say the doors are getting direct sunlight majority of the day. Am I telling my customer that they need to sand down the doors and then restain them like every three to four, maybe five years max? No. Um, you know, so when I say that, everything always depends. But, it, okay, let's just say there's this there's this idea of maintenance, how it scares everybody. Maintenance doesn't mean you need to strip down the door and restain it and recoat it. There's a difference between stain and coating. Stain is the color. Coating um, is the actual top coat. So like, it, the top coat is what gives us the sheen, um, and that's what protects the actual wood. So maintenance is really easy because I used to think, oh, well, I don't want to have maintenance. I don't want to be a high-maintenance store. It's really not. You can get a really nice, get a professional-looking door, a beautiful, attractive, sexy-looking door, and you could, it, it would be stained with the sickens. The maintenance is a one coat system. So, what, like, what do you mean, one coat system? Yeah, it's just you knock it back down, just kind of rough it up with the light sand here, just to get enough scratching the surface, not where you're taking the stain off, but just a light sand, and you just roll it on with one of those winnie rollers, and then brush it right out. And you, the reason why you want to roll it on because this helps distribute the. Uh, that melamine thickness going all the way up 
the, uh, the the amount of material that's being applied to the door, and then you just brush it out. It, it's 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 pretty simple. Like if they could paint a, a piece of drywall, they could they could actually uh, do a maintenance coat on the garage door. And if like you know, there's a uh, there's a group here in Southern California that has learned to make a business model about just maintaining all these doors because we get a ton of custom wood doors here in Southern California market. They, you know, California's a very large economy and they've learned to their maintenance program costs less than buying a new battery for your car. Now it depends on what kind of car, but let's just say uh, most likely anyone's going to be purchasing yeah, I just a ranch spent $215 on a new battery for oh, my wife. Okay. So you spent so. 215. Well, these guys are, um, you know, you're, you're, you're adding another, uh, Depends on what kind of car, but let's just say it's a it's a higher end luxury car. You're spending three, three four hundred for these batteries. Well, it's the same thing with the maintenance program. It's just three to four hundred bucks, and then it, it's you you still get to have that. You're not compromising that front door. So, like for for guys, we we are just we love to look. You know, we're very visual. Um, most females are very uh functional they want like they like it internally in the house for guys we like to drive up to our house and see a just a a drop dead sexy door and we kind of like you know check you know pull our shirt look at you know see if there's any hair growing and it's just it's so masculine it's just having a, a nice wood door is very very attractive because you stand out there's just most people that buy doors, I, I always apologize ahead of them to, to let them know. I was like, you know, most people are going to be knocking on your door. Where did you get this door from? I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it from, uh, you know, Ryan at, you know, Aaron Overhead. It's just, uh, it, it's, it's a real special oh, product, and it looks good. Yeah, I love them. The only problem with, I think most of the ones that we've done are in, like, gated homes where you can't even see the door from the street, but that's okay. Um so tell me what is the uh what are some cool jobs you guys have done uh supplied doors for I guess the dealers installed them whatever um any famous people uh that uh that you you can share or any cool jobs that you can speak of Well fortunately I don't actually actually get to meet anybody even though we are building doors for every mucky muck you could imagine um, from stars to just, you know, high-end uh, net worth people uh, from the, 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 you know, the Ellen DeGeneres to, um, you know, Harrison Ford. I met Harrison Ford on a job site. I, unfortunately, the only reason why I met him is because the, um, the plywood itself it was, um, it was moving in a way where it was showing – some uh, weird thing. So the only time I actually ever meet anybody would be a warranty, uh, a warranty call, or there's some kind of problem. So otherwise, I never get to see who it is because, quite frankly, um, I don't have time to sit there and meet everybody because right. I only do garage doors and and I and if I'm going to do that, I got to do quite a few of them. I don't want to see their big giant houses. But Harrison Ford was actually really interesting because he was a he's a carpenter, hmm. so. Instead of having his assistants kind of like, hey, there's a problem with this garage door, and it was, it was an MDO issue. You know, every once in a while we'll we'll, we'll have an anomaly uh, uh, segment of 
of, of wood being pressed from a manufacturer and it could be something to do with their manufacturing where all of a sudden they're starting to see the wood grain kind of come through the paperwork or something weird. It, it happens every once in a while. I haven't had it for um, 10 years, but the last, you know, 10 years ago, I did meet Harrison Ford and he was using wood, uh, wood terminology jargon that I'm like, how does he know this? <laughs> and, and I completely forgot he was a carpenter before he became a movie star and he was planning to be a, uh, a contractor if this movie business didn't work out. So, you know, every once in a while, you know, I don't get excited when I see somebody famous that it's like, oh, we're here from the garage door. That's all I care about. And, yeah. and but you know, every, it's just cool from, you know, there is so many people, um, sometimes they would want to uh, give me tours of their home. And I, re- I just refuse because like, I just want to get home. <laughs> I, I'm only here for I don't want to see your 40,000 square foot house I really don't because I, do. I, I don't make I'll any do money tour. on it I only make on money home, on a garage I'll door do tour. yeah we're good and yeah. then I brought my bathing suit too so just in case <laughs> always be prepared hey um, so I want to ask I, I want to go through for our listeners kind of my experience with Ranch House uh, when it comes to ordering doors and just what to expect because it's a little bit different uh, for those of you who don't have a warehouse, um, it, it might be a little bit more complicated. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have a dock door, um, that, that, that definitely presents a little bit more of a challenge. Uh, I'm sure um, we can come up with a solution here, but we've had them delivered without a dock door before. We, we're blessed now to be able to have dock doors, but um, we, we request our quote from Cindy. Cindy sends it back usually really quickly. Um, she requests a drawing. We normally get that back pretty quickly. Um, from that standpoint, we'll walk everything through the customer, present it, get the quote uh, signed off on, get a deposit, and then we um, go back to Ranch House, sign off on everything. Uh, I believe, I don't remember if we give you guys a deposit or not, but either way, we finalize the deal with you guys. You guys start production, um, give us an ETA, and then... Um, you guys tell us when you're loading the truck and headed this way. And then they're always in these really heavy duty pain in the butt crates to get open. But the door is intact and very well packaged, uh, almost too well because it takes uh, uh, a lot of effort to get those things open. Uh, there might be a trick to them that I'm not aware of, but uh, there's been quite a few times. My very first order with Ranch House was uh, probably about eight months in business. Um, we ordered five custom wood doors uh, based off of a photo, and um, that was a uh, that that job put me on the map. I say, um, and w- oh. just wonderful people, um, very down to earth, and I got that through Facebook, uh, believe it or not. So. Um, the power of Facebook is real, especially when it comes to photos of high-end stuff. You can definitely get some business that way. But, um, yeah, super blessed. And, and, and so that process has been very smooth for us. It's always been um, been a good process. We haven't really had any issues, no damaged product or issues with product um, that we've put in. Um, and, and we don't sell a ton of them, but we do sell a decent share uh, the biggest challenge we have out here is just being able to get your doors here on the East Coast 
after the shipping rate and still be competitive, I think is probably mm-hmm. the biggest challenge because there's quite a few people here in the Atlanta market that are making them themselves and they don't have the shipping cost. Um, but Correct. other than that, I mean, we, we sell, we sell to our customers, the quality of ranch house, the nailing from the back, the, the attention to detail, the, you know, all of that. And, 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 you know, your website, you do a good job of pre- presentation there and quality, um, and the finished product, everything's so detailed. I like the little ranch house stamp thing that you guys do on the inside. Um, just kind of, it's nice touches that you guys have all the way through. So, um, I really appreciate that. And I wanted to share kind of the, the workflow and the process, um, that we've had to do. And, and I remember, I think the first job, that first one, I had a friend of mine, uh, we had it delivered to a friend of mine's warehouse where, um, we had to work some stuff out, but he had a forklift and a dock door, um, and we made it work. And so, um, you know, is what it is when you're coming up and you don't have all the resources of, of, um, of the bigger dealers, um, you got to figure things out. So sometimes that can be a little bit complicated, but I wouldn't let it scare you away. And, uh, I think you guys do a good job. Ranch house stores does a good job of working with us. Um, is there a good, do, do you have a good solution? I mean, a lot of these crates are too big to put on, um, uh, what do they call them on the back of the trucks where they can drop them down a gate, I guess. Um, and drop it down for you so you can take it off at ground level. Uh, so you pretty much have to have a forklift involved. Uh, am I right? Or break it down on the truck and pull the crate off afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So shipping, um, sometimes shipping can be complicated if you don't have the typical brick and mortar type place. Uh, it, it, uh, there's, we have, a w- one of our largest, um, groups in the Midwest. Uh, they don't have a, a, a dock and they basically break down the crate live load why the shipping company's there. They start unscrewing, they unpack everything. And then, and they made an agreement where they take away that crate. Cause that crate, um, the crate could be a lot. I mean, it's, it, it's, it is hard work, but you know, the doors are so expensive. We just do not want to, we do want these doors to fall apart. Um, we, we want to make sure that they, you know, our dealers have confidence that we can ship doors across the country. So our, our, can the crates be a little bit, um, um, barrier than expected? Is it heavier than it should be? Sometimes it is. Um, and we just do that. We look at it as, as insurance because we, if a door goes, if a door falls apart or it gets mishandled, then we're right back to square one. And it's just a, a long process and it's just a, a, a terrible process to go through. So we just like to overkill it. Um, and, and just like everything else we do with, with the heavier hardware, we, we like to use continuous angle. We like to, um, you know, like I said, we, we add extra labor to the doors to make sure they look beautiful. Um, the, so, but our, you know, our Midwest group, that's one of our largest groups. They, they take apart that crate, they take their doors out and that shipping company takes the crate away with it. So nice. sometimes you can make arrangements with whoever that carrier is like, Hey, you know what? We, um, we'd like to, un- we're going to take out the product. If you take back the, the wood, uh, Craig, can you do that? And, and, you know, check with them. I mean, I don't know if they all, uh, they all work the same. I'm sure they don't, but Enough sometimes money they, uh, happen, I'm sure it's nice if they could take it away. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, there's be a lot of, uh, 
big beach fires, bonfires going on, uh, just recycling wood, or you can make yourself a little casita with all that leftover wood, uh, leftover ply. It's it can be um, um, it, it is hard to do a, like a, a high volume of it, but we just want you guys to know that you know we're here for those special projects. Anytime that that architect sends you a drawing, hey, can you do this? Like, yeah, we can do that. Uh, it's it's not a problem, and and that's what we do. We just we've learned to kind of streamline uh, a custom set of wood doors, and you know it, it's it's just another uh, extension to your business program that you have the ability to do a high end custom wood door or any kind of wood door. All right, so great content. I think um, a lot of people are going to learn a lot about wood garage doors in general, but also ranch house. So I appreciate your time that you spent with us today. I've got a couple quick hitters I'm going to throw at you. The idea behind this is we just ask you quick questions. You just answer them quickly, and we try to roll through these. What type of door and motor do you have on your home? (laughs) Well, it's kind of funny. It's a funny story. Um, I got a... I do not have a motor uh, on my house, and I have a. Uh, I do have a custom uh, vintage wood door up. That is, uh, it, we we cut it, we stacked it, and we, it's a it's a false it's a false looking garage. Okay. So like I've converted my garage into a gym. Uh, so that's just. It, it allows nice. me to, uh, you know, it's an extension. It, like For me, like I like to do a lot of workouts um, for doing like triathlon stuff. And so we've, the, the gym is just an extension of the house now or the, the garage. And uh, so I get a false looking door up, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's really attractive. So it's weird not having a hardware or a functional door. And sometimes you could get away with that in, in, in the, uh, at least, the climate that I live in. Yeah, yeah. All right, so speaking of athletes, since you do triathlons, Jordan or Kobe for the best basketball player? Mm. Well, we know where it comes from, um, but I, 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 I think uh, they both have the same intensity, the same fire in just different times. Um, I'm just going to be biased with uh, Kobe. Ah, oh, you're in L.A., yeah. so you got to do it. I think that was a safe call. That was a safe call for your part. I think you're the – is he the first or second one to say Kobe? Second. Yeah. Uh, Jordan is is a, is a freak of nature, and it's super intense and, and crazy. And they, they both have that same mentality. When I right. say super crazy, just their, about their workouts, their disciplines, yeah. um, how they approach the, the, the game. It, it's really wild and – how, you know what, how dedicated they are to get to that elite level. In the spirit of Kamala Harris, who <laughs> I was going to ask you the same question, answer. Who's the best <laughs> rapper alive? She said Tupac, but I'm going to ask you Tupac or Biggie for the best rapper. <laughs> oh, geez, I was never really into uh, rap too much, but. Uh, I, I mean, I you're staying in the same I guess, spirit. So. I, I'm, think, I'm, I'm thinking of the, the, the music and the time, you know, that time. What was I doing during that time? And It was very uh, similar geez. to what it's like now, honestly. 
lots of division. You had a lot of issues with police and um, uh, killings and um, riots. I mean, it, that was. I mean, I grew up in that I, period, and, and I, I was. I, I I think probably Biggie, a, a Biggie dude. Okay. He's, he seems to uh, just just because of the songs I could possibly think of. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, but, no, it's okay. We're, we're not going to hate you if you don't listen to rap music. It's okay. I was going to ask the same question that that lady asked Kamala Harris on the interview uh, the other day. Did you see that, Adrian? So <laughs> Kamala Harris got asked, um, who's your favorite rapper that's uh, that's alive? And she said, Tupac. And so now everybody's trying to figure out if she knows if Tupac's actually alive because, you know, that's a whole conspiracy. And then, or does she really not know that Tupac was passed? Anyway. All right, what's your favorite band? Oh, geez, my favorite band. Um, depends on. Oh, that's a tough question too. Depends on what I'm in the mood for. Um, but you know, favorites are usually the the time segments that you're you're right. growing up in the era. And uh, you know, I, I I've always uh, enjoyed listening to like a group called Sublime. You know, it oh, always nice went choice. well with surfing and that kind of stuff and yeah it was just fun how old you know, are you surf skate uh 45 okay i'm 41 i was a little skater yeah. kid when i was younger so that's cool um do you play any instruments no i am i have no talent for instruments whatsoever Me either that's okay and in your opinion did carol baskin kill her husband Um, you know, I, I sure hate to even answer that, but I would, I was forced to watch it and I would say, yes. <laughs> I, watched a, it. I, I watched it under protest. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. But, you know, All right. So you know, trying and then, to do something family. Do you have a favorite book uh, that changed your life that you would recommend to anybody? Hmm. I'm going to pass on that one. Okay. And then uh, last question, is there anything you would like to add where you open forum to the industry as a whole? Uh, what would you say if you could say anything to the garage door industry? Say that question one more time. If there's a, an open what? It, Our so, connection's not kind of shady. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, open forum. So you have a microphone. You're standing in front of the whole entire garage door industry. What do you say? What do I say to the entire garage door industry? Yes, sir. What do I say to the entire garage door industry? Um, well, uh, wood, uh, you, you can make similar doors to wood, but custom wood doors will always stay. I like it. Very nicely done. There's a lot of faux wood doors coming out right now. Um, and some of them don't look too good. <laughs> so I, I like your stance on that one. That was really good. Stand with your passion, bro. I like it. All right, Ralph, thank you so much for coming on with me today. Uh, you stayed with me for a little over an hour, uh, answered all my questions. You were a good sport. I appreciate that. Uh, this will actually be out today. Uh, so uh, you can check us out on iTunes, um, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Um, and, and if you guys are interested in checking out Ranch House Stores, 
uh, to see what they have to offer, you can check them out at ranchhousedoors.com. Way easy. Um, phone number is 951-278-2884. Uh, let them know that you found us on found them on Torsion Talk Podcast and that you're interested in setting yourself up as a dealer so that you can get quotes from them. Um, anything else you want to add, Ralph? Um, no, just, uh, you know what, just, like you said, stay safe out there. Let's make this thing go away. And, and, uh, you know what, take advantage of these, uh, of the economy. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of money being pumped into it. And, um, if you're not, if you're not making money, you're not trying. So you just got to get out there and, but do it, you know, do it in a safe way. That's good. Don't, Don't be ignorant about it. Amen. All right, guys, thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, Stay safe out there. Have a wonderful day.